You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. The JSC has closed its doors for another day, so it's time for the five o'clock shadow. And tonight, as always on a Wednesday, I speak to Skulk Lowe, Portfolio Manager at PSG Wealth Old Oak Division in Cape Town. A few things have happened since we last spoke. The most notable event, of course, was the US jobs numbers on Friday, which strengthened the US dollar, which brought the gold price down. And I did think of you when it sliced its way (laughs) down through 1900. But it's a dollar thing and probably being compensated for by the rand at 1771. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you, know, you had to think about me because I was I was sitting there in my little naughty corner, you know, crying. Why didn't I take profit when it was uh, trading at what nineteen forty, nineteen fifty? Yeah. Yeah. No, no. I, th- I think this this is a crazy market, Lindsay. I mean, it, it shows you, it it shows you currently, you know, you know the predictions we made. I mean, you, you and I had this conversation four weeks ago, and you asked me what what I think this year is going to look like, and how we're going to continue this run. And 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 we we said, you know, I think it's it's always difficult to look in, in into you know, into the future. But I mean, if you look at the one thing that we're going to keep on seeing, that's volatility, and, and and that's the case. I mean, good news is bad news, and bad news is good news. I actually play well as we speak. So, so this is sort of just add to what we're saying. So I don't know the final product yet, but I'm I'm, I'm busy working on a on on a on a, on a little you know chart. Graph where we actually look at the the um, the Fed uh, fund rate futures. Now I'm not going to go too deep. This is uh, it's, a, it's a U.S. futures, and and every every month there's a, there's expiry. So so yeah. you you'll have the February expiration one, the March one, you know April 2023, and effectively what that that tells you is, is where the the market basically see the Fed rate. Um, at that specific point. Yes. And when you, you know, take all these um, uh, different futures, and I've taken all the futures up to February 2025, just to get an idea what's what's the forecast, it gives you a wonderful graph where it says, you know, what are they expecting you know, rates to still, you know, increase with when do they see it it sort of plateau and then where where, where do we start seeing the the, the declines and I, this is this is the wonderful part so 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 if the first point is we, we're not according to the futures market we're not we're not at, at the you know at the top yet they they still see uh two you know quarter of a percentage hikes um so it's another another half a percent and they they see that plateau around about let's call it the the August September uh, levels. That's where they see the the, the 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 top, and from there on, they only start seeing the declines. Hopefully, to the latter part of this year, most probably only in the, to the beginning of, of of next year. But then they see it it sharply drop off towards February two thousand and twenty-five. Now, that's let's park that for a second, right? Because I thought this this is a wonderful graph because it pretty much tells you exactly. You know what? What we're currently seeing after last week's job market uh, data that was released, um, because if I I went like wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, I, I can actually draw up you know historics on this. So let's just look at exactly a month ago how this exact same data looked like, and and suddenly you you, you, you do you, that via a graph, of course, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can do it via the Bloomberg, Reuters. I use Reuters. Um, I use uh, you know, via graph. And then exactly a month. We're not talking about six months ago, a year ago, three months ago. We're talking about a month ago. 
month ago, the market was tell, still telling us they're only seeing a quarter of a percentage hike. Uh, they see you know, the, the top of the market being literally June, July-ish. And from there on, round about uh, before, before, well, end of third quarter this year, they start seeing the first declines. And then uh, naturally also drop off towards February 2025. That's, that's in, in my, you know, let's call it long-winded way of saying that's volatility. Yes. Because in, other, in, in a month's time, the market went from, oh, we are going to, when I say we, the, the U.S. are going to head into a, a, a recession, you know, looking at the, the inverted yield curve, looking at a few things, looking at some of the bad news that we've seen last month. We, we should see, we should still see that the, the, the U.S. going to recession. Um, most of them, Matt consensus, would be a mild recession, but nevertheless, we'll see a recession and the Fed Will 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 sort of take the foot of the accelerator and most probably start declining or, or decreasing rates a little bit earlier. How that has changed? Just a month later, now suddenly the Fed you know, or the, the futures market is telling us, well, we could actually see another quarter of a percentage. We could see rates stay higher for a little bit longer, and uh, yeah, the, the same end result. All roads will lead to, to Rome if, if they're right. Um, but just before um, you go on, Skelka, are you saying hmm. that Fed funds futures? are predictors of the U.S. Federal Reserve's interest rate policy. Yeah, it's, it's like any futures market. It's, it's like any futures market where when they're not predicting, they, they, they look at the data at hand, the, the economic data, mm. um, and, and they basically invest in that future, um, stating that it's very similar to, to, to investing in, in bond futures, your 10-year future, even equity futures. If you feel um, that, that uh, a share like Apple is, is most probably bombed out, pulled back enough, you, you will go and invest in that future, saying that the future value will be higher um, going forward. Um, and, and you will most probably pay more for, for that future than you would pay for, for, for uh, the current share prices, purely because the expectation expectation is that share price is going to go up. And this fact, the, the expectation a month ago was, was, was that the Fed rate um, was, was going to decline uh, a lot earlier or, or plateau a lot earlier and a peak, sorry, peak a lot earlier and then start declining a lot earlier. Now, now that to me, I can't remember who the, who the writer was there in the 1930s where, where he said, well, how did you go bankrupt? He said, well, first slowly and then really suddenly. <laughs> so, yeah. so um, um, I, I see the, the U.S. U.S. currently at that point. Um, I, I see it as, you know, the one moment people are worried about them going into recession, and and when you say one moment in the month January two thousand twenty-three, everybody's worried that they're going to go into recession. Um, they will need to to combat this bad news, so to speak, with 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 uh, you know being a little bit aggressive, less aggressive. Um, with, with interest rates. Now suddenly, oh, it's well, job market is looking good. Don't worry. I mean, we'll just um, we, we'll just uh, see see you know another quarter of a percentage hike, and then most probably wait a bit longer before we start declining, you know, rates. That to me is a big big worry, because we when when I look at that and look at the job market, and the next thing I I, I um, you know, read through reports like Apple, uh, read through reports like Amazon, um, those type of companies that bring out, you know, really bad results. And in the same reports state that they will most probably need to start laying off people. Th then then the, the data that I've seen in, in, in on February 
that's looking backwards is it's useless with all due respect well it's happened yeah i mean it's 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 it's, 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 um it's old news it's history and it should be confined to the annals of history as well but it's always good to look back as well because after that jobs number that blowout jobs number I read a few things over the next few days, and there seems to be a rumour mill which is grinding away at the moment, which says the Fed has met and they're now reconsidering. They've obviously got a ceiling. They're saying this is our target rate, maybe another couple of 25 basis point rises and it'll take us to whatever level is. I've lost track now. But anyway, but now after that number, they say they may have to lift the ceiling. May have to, but again, that's just a rumour mill. That's point number one. Point number two, I was speaking to an irritatingly clever chap in London uh, yesterday. It made me feel very puny. We were talking about the potential recession in the United States. And I said, well, this is what we look at and the jobless numbers, etc, etc. And he says, yeah, we do that. We think there is going to be a recession. But our key indicator, not GDP, not PMI, although they're important, obviously, is GDP is backward looking. So don't worry too much about that. Um, PMI is probably more uh, reflective. But he said jobless claims is the one that we really hang our hat on. He said that over the years, when jobless claims start to rise and rise over a couple of months, you're around about eight months away, historically, statistically, from the start of a recession. So he says recession will be probably end of the year, first quarter of 2024. So stick that on your list. Pay more attention and graph the progression of jobless claims, please, Skulk. Mm, I like that. It's... it's, it's, it's um because you know the theme uh, over the past few days were or uh, well, the main theme was was what recession because suddenly you know a few few economists out there prominent economists are saying well it seems like the US might avoid a recession altogether now ah I struggle with that one because you just you just mentioned a, a, a fantastic uh, indicator in terms of jobless claim we, we still look at the inverted yield curve and I know you know we've been 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 focusing on this inverted yield curve for many months and people might get bored hearing the word inverted yield curve but remember every time they invert and I say every single time there's the the, the, the yield curve went invert in the US with the the following 18 months the US went into recession. Yeah. Now, now I'm gonna I'm gonna ask the question: Will this time be different? I don't think so. No, of course Sorry, not. I don't, Why should it be I, different? I don't think so. Yes, but but people are arguing this time will be different, and now now you start you know with with, with gray you, you 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 start 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 realizing that that you know saying where they say well the most the foremost dangerous word in the word is this time will be different. Yeah. Different. President Truman said the following. He said, there's nothing new in this world, only the history you don't know. So what he's saying is that, you know, <laughs> you just look back in order to look forward. And I, I do believe in that. I, you know, you can talk about algorithmic uh, programs and everything else, and they change the market. Yeah, they change the short term market. They don't change the long term economic trends. No, it's not going to be different. There will be a recession, I think. Mild, medium. I don't know. But by the time that the recession comes, all of these stocks will have discounted it because the market was expecting it. And then when the recession is, is headline news, then you start nibbling away, Skulk. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. 
No, um, I, I think I think um, you, you you don't want to be nibbling away now. I think there's no. there's, there's still some 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 really. I mean, I've I've seen a few graphs where they look at the the inverted yield curve and Nasdaq, and and you, you can look at some of these B ratios. We've seen a very very sharp recovery and a and a welcome recovery for that matter. I mean, yeah, I'm dealing with with private clients, and I know. Um, it, it is a much, much, you know, safer environment when you get the market that's that's trading at at, at these type of levels. But we need to know that the the bigger problem, the bigger issue, is not not you know solved yet. Um, we're still in the hiking phase. Um, you know, I just mentioned you know how they 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 don't have consensus when we will peak um, and if we will peak you know anytime soon. Um, I just say stick it out. Make sure that you 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 don't overextend yourself, um, and make sure that, that that these type of rallies that we've seen in January don't lure you into do things which which will put you outside your comfort zone. And yeah, I'm specifically mentioning your 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 risk your risk tolerance. Okay. Uh, my dad always said you need to decide you want to eat nice or sleep nice, and and if you value your sleep, hey, just be careful. Good idea. Very good. Sage advice from the House of Lowe. Now, I want you to have a quick look at the retailer, Pick and Pay, which came out with a trading statement today for the 43 weeks to December the 25th. Market didn't like it initially. What's happened since then? And what did you make of it? No, market didn't like it full stop. You know, market uh, share price down eight and a half percent. Yeah, no, this, um, I went through through results and, you know, they, they, they used a, a 10 month. It's a trading update for, for, for the 10 month period. It's from 28 February to, to 25th of, of uh, December. Uh, they mentioned a, a increase of 9.3 percent. Um, they also, uh, you know, mentioned that, um, you know, they were sort of upbeat. Uh, but when you look at Bloomberg consensus, Bloomberg consensus, we're expecting 10.5% and over the same period. So this is not not just uh, you know miss. This is a quite a quite a solid miss. Uh, when I say solid miss, more than 10% miss. And and ends the fact that the uh, the share price you know were under pressure, uh, like so many reports. I mean every single report. It's, it's sort of a copy and pasta these days. Huh? <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, every single company they would say well. We had to, in this case, Pick and Pay said we, we Pick and Pay is spending about 60 million rand on on per month, you know, on re- running diesel to run generators, uh, you know, at their local stores, you know, stores, with with uh, you know these these uh, load shedding really you know causing a huge amount of havoc, and then further you know mentioned you know they don't foresee these this kind of cost price pressures. You know all these these expenses, you know, easing anytime soon, and we know the answer to that. There's there's no easing on 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 uh, you know ESCOM over the shorter term period. So, yeah, the market market as I mentioned did not like it um, at this stage. At this stage, when I look at the forecast, um, it, it it does seem like they're not gonna 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 reach their their earnings as well. Um, the, the the financial 23 earnings. You know, Commentary points to to the earnings reductions uh, show that they're gonna they're gonna well. Bottom line is they're not gonna reach this. They're not gonna reach the earnings uh, earning targets, which um, yeah, market markets reacting. Okay, yeah. it's sad. Maybe it's sad. It's, maybe overreacted. It maybe overreaction. Don't you think eight yeah. percent? 
Uh, well, if you, if you miss if you miss your your targets by by, by a little bit more than ten percent, uh, mm. when I say you know, your targets, I'm talking about revenue targets. I mean, then then yeah, you you, you, need, you need to know it, your group sales targets, and then naturally, you know, eight and a half percent is sort of a win. Um, but it's there's been a few of these retailers that 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 had a similar trend. Um, just stating that you know we're not getting getting the the the, the real effect, you know. Well, decline. Well, decreasing um, uh, inflation quick enough um, when you when you listen to all these reserve banks globally because they're still hiking rates. Yet you, you get your retailers that's currently saying, "Well, we're not we're not we're not seeing the growth in in turnover or, or, or sales um, like we were expecting to do." Um, but our expenses is really under pressure with all these suddenly extra costs, diesel, mm. those type of things. I want to mention the next few days when the asset management companies go around to see the nice people at Pick and Pay, there'll be a, quite a few um, interesting conversations about oh, yeah. uh, what on earth is going on. Maybe they knew before, but I doubt it. So anyway, good luck to you all concerned. Okay, we've got to go straight to the market, Skark, because I don't know if you've seen your round screen. Five minutes ago when we started, the round had gone to 17.81 against the US dollar. It's currently 17.78. That's uh, three quarters of a percent rise for the US dollar against your currency. The British pound, 21.45, a percent move for the pound to the upside. Euro rand, 19.07, two thirds of a percent up for the euro. Euro dollar, 107.25, which is barely changed. So this is a South Africa specific story here, and we'll chat about that during the latter stages of our conversation. Gold price, it's so sensitive to the dollar index and the dollar against so many other currencies, but it's barely changed today. It's um, 1872, okay. It's come down from that 1940 level you mentioned in your opening answer, but nonetheless, it's stabilized. Platinum up 14 to 985, palladium up 15 to 1629. If I look at other commodity prices, notably the energy complex. I've got West Texas crude at 77.61, which is up uh, two thirds of a percent. Brent crude oil, $84.10, up half a percent. Natural gas down 2.3% after rallying for the last couple of days. And elsewhere, not much going on at all. Uh, bond markets, always interesting. 3.66% for the US 10-year, that's the yield. And the yield on the South African 10-year, 9.75% percent S&P 500 futures just over half a percent weaker at 4,153 that's the March futures oh, let me give you Bitcoin people love Bitcoin 23,072 up 0.4 percent any individual stocks outside of pick and pay and sappy we know what happened with sappy it always happens it's up one quarter down the next this quarter oh. uh, was horrible again what's it done on the close just out of morbid interest it's, just, it's, just, it's like the song goes, one steps forward, two steps back. One oh, no. step forward, two steps back. Yeah, it's it's um, it's, it's it's horrible. I mean, they, they brought out the results um, as well today and, and, and sort of a nice introduction, you know, sappy, close to that, 49 rand. It's down 10.2%. Oh. That, that, is, that is really, really, really horrible. Um, you know, I think in short, when, I, when you read through the, the results, you didn't feel the, 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 the why, why should share price be down, but very similar to, 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 to what we said in pick and pay. They, they came out and said earnings per share, you know, excluding special items for the quarter was 30 US cents. You know, that's up from the previous year's 20 US cents. And 
bada 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 looked looked pretty good. But you know, expectation was run about the thirty eight US cents. So so again, you know, very similar to to pick and pay scenario. That's that's a miss, you know, and a quite a quite a quite a substantial miss. And and they also they also mentioned that uh, you know the the the, the second quarter. Um, the second quarter of, of financial year, you know, 2023, um, should be below, and that's when we're talking about the EBITDA. Um, the EBITDA uh, should be below the first quarter. So, you don't want to hear this. You don't want to miss your know, <laughs> expectation, and, and then tell the the, the shareholders, you, you know what, this is this is not just. I mean, we're not just going to see a, a bit of a miss. You know, our second quarter is going to be actually even lower. So, yeah, not not good. And and as I mentioned, market market reactive. Wilson Bailey Homes. I mean, that's a company that I I, I sort of had a love hate relationship over the past five years. Not not invested anymore because when when that whole Australia thing broke. Yeah, I just thought now I'll I'll sit on the sideline because we don't know where this is going to end. We don't know what the whole closing of the Australian businesses will will, will cost, and we know that the South African businesses is 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 is, is really you know, you know worth a lot. I mean, uh, I, I I don't want to put figures out there, but we we looked at it last. You know, I think the South African um, part part of the, the 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 company could be worth anything between 150 and 200 rand. But you don't know what the the unknowns will be. You know, in terms of Australia and and. and Seems to be going well, and, and today they they brought out you know, quite a quite a strong you know, trading statement um, where where they said that the earnings per share, um, and that's for the period ending thirty first of December two thousand twenty, will be, be at least eight rand ten cent. You know that's from the previous year's eight rand thirty four. And when you you know, go through it, it actually looks looks pretty decent. So it does seem like um, the operations. So what did the, uh, what did the share price do, Skalk? In a nutshell, please. Share price three and a half percent up. Good. Um, so yeah, that's. Uh, and then then uh, I think the only other one that was really a, a standard is is, uh, is Coronation. Yeah, oh, no, eleven percent down. I thought, wait a second, yep. this is an ex-div. I saw it down about two percent at one stage, and I'm looking at my screen and thinking, nah, that's an ex-dividend story, or something's <laughs> gone on, or a dilution, or whatever. Eleven percent. That's a whopper. Yeah, well, you won't. You won't see X Dev uh, out of this company soon, no. <laughs> because here, you know what? What uh, basically the reason for for the drop in the share price is the Supreme Court, you know, the appeal was added down, you know, down its judgment, and and basically told Coronation that um, that they that that should pay this additional taxes um, mm-hmm. in respect of profits and in international operations, yeah, together with with interest and naturally cost always. Um, and uh, it's very short, uh, short, um, you know, update. But I think that the, the, the final sentence of the update is, I think, the most important. Given the material impact on earnings and cash flow, the company does not anticipate declaring Paying a dividend. Yeah. There we go. Okay. And this is this is one of the main reasons why you buy Coronation because uh, they're so focused in South Africa. It doesn't seem like they're growing. When you look at the assets under management over the, the past five years, well, let's call it three, four years. Uh, AUM didn't really grow, so you you're buying it for that great divvy. And um, if that's gone, yeah, share price down, yeah, eleven point one percent. Watch this space, a developing story. Okay, on the upside of my screen, Hammerson up six point four percent, Bytes up six percent, Quilter up four point two percent, Capco three point six percent higher, and Sassel up three and a half percent. Coronation heads the down board. 
11.05%, down, SAPI down 10.2%, pick and pay 8.5%. These are chunky numbers. Anglo-American Platinum down nearly 4%, and Tungela Limited 3.9% weaker. Can you give me the closing JSE indices, please, Skulk? Yes, JSE all share closed today at 79,976 points. That is up 60 basis points. Resources up 17 basis points, while industrials had a lovely day, 1.2% in the green. Financials were up just just keeping the, the noses above water, four basis points in the green, while the, the SA Property Index, that was up 32 basis points. Top 40, um, that's the, the JSE Top 40, closed the day at 73,968 points. That is up 73 basis points. And when we look at the value traded in the market, not a very active day, below par, below 20 billion, 18.6 billion traded today. Back to your US markets, you mentioned it a little bit earlier. Now going a little bit more south, NASDAQ now down over 1%, down 1.1%. S&P 500 down 70 basis points. And again, value definitely making a bit of a comeback in February. We know in January, the value index did lag the, the growth counterpart. We know that because a lot of these growth companies had a lovely time. But Dow Jones today only down 30 basis points following suit. I mean, we've seen this trend for most of February where the Dow Jones keep on outperforming both the S&P 5 and NASDAQ. So I presume value is back. Maybe an area where you can sort of go and hide a bit for now. Skulk Lou, thank you very much for your excellent analysis. Skulk Lou is Portfolio Manager at PSG Wealth Old Oak Division in Cape Town. That was a five o'clock shadow and Skulk will be back with me same time next Wednesday. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organization, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.